0: is a show on Amazon Prime about the love lives and careers of four women in their 30s Camille Ty Quinn and Angie all 10 episodes were released on Friday December 3rd and my first question on today's episode is have you seen Girls Trip no it's the Regina Hall, Tiffany Haddish, yeah, got, Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith movie yeah, that came out I, I in I 2017.
1: It yeah, it got good reviews. I, I never was able to see it, though. Yeah, it has
0: 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 6.2 on IMDb. It was the first movie written by an African-American woman to gross over $100 million.
1: Yeah, and I think, wait, can you say the cast again? Because I think it was, was it Regina Hall or Tiffany Haddish that, like, Both of made them. their career?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it made their career. I know Queen Latifah was already a big oh, deal. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, Jada Pinkett's met, yeah. too. But I think it grossed a close to $140 million box office-wise yeah, I total. Yeah, yeah. And the person who wrote it, the person who broke that barrier, was Stanford grad creator of Harlem, Tracy Oliver. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Can you guess what she's also working on right now? It's another reboot, but it's either of Clueless, American Beauty, or Friday. All 90s films, but... You have to choose
1: which Cluesom. one. Wow, that's a, that's a wide range.
0: Clueless, I would imagine. And you are right. That is what she's working on right now. Could you tell that from watching this episode? Uh, yeah, I could kind of piece it together. Oh, All so those this, this
1: felt like Clueless? Well, I mean, not particularly. I imagine that they're, you, kind of, you, look, they're changing the race. You watch the pilot only, right? Yeah, yeah, only okay. the pilot. Yeah, and I imagine that they're changing the uh, race for Clueless because I've seen Clueless in American Beauty. I never saw Friday. They might be. Yeah, I, I imagine that's the way they're going with it. Here, it was a little different because it just... it was. I don't know. It wasn't what I was expecting when I heard the show called Harlem. I was expecting to, like, come into some type of maybe action Litty? or gritty show. Star yeah. stars show? We, we might start off with, like, the new politics song, Harlem, which is, like, a really upbeat song. There's a
0: there's a show out there. I think it's called, like, Harlem Godfather or something with Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, when I,
1: when I was looking this up on Amazon Prime, I saw it. it. But it came out in, like, 2019.
0: I think they just released their second season on some streaming platform. Like, it might have already aired somewhere, but maybe covid
1: well, I know that I think... I think This can, was
0: delayed because of COVID.
1: Really? Yeah, because you can air Harlem Godfather, I think, on Amazon Prime. Same with this. And I know I've said it before, but do I'm... You, do you work for Amazon Prime? No. Okay. I was just asking. Because it sounded like an ad or something. You can stream it here today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I, I know I said it before, but thank you, Amazon Prime, for being able to move the cursor and being able to write down the characters' names. It, oh, yeah. That very, is helpful very, very when you're doing reviews. Yes, it's very easy. Here, I have a list of like pros and cons. Oh, yeah.
0: I want to get into the show. Believe me, we will. But... There are a lot of comparisons that this has been like driven to because you said it's not that gritty like formulate cop show or something. Right. It's like, I, well, would I would say to? sex in the city. First Number of. one. That's what it's compared yeah. to. Also run the world, which I'm not sure if you've seen, but we thought about doing it for the podcast. but We I, never, I, yeah, we I never work worked out the right time. Insecure. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen inse- inse- I've seen I've seen a couple episodes of Insecure, yeah. And how would you relate it to this?
1: Um. I, I mean, it definitely has the same type of tone. Mm-hmm. Like, just comedy-wise, it's almost like carbon copy in terms of, like, the same type of uh, storylines that they use. Because this revolves around uh, who—I know you said that them at the beginning, but Camille, Ty— uh, Quinn and Angie. Four friends. Yeah, how they date, basically. Their dating life. Mm-hmm. And their careers, right? Right, yeah. They all have different things. Um, Camille is a professor who works at
0: Columbia. I wanted to ask, is uh, Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother in the show? <laughs> it would be a great crossover, don't you think? They, so did Ted Mosby work at uh, Columbia? Yeah, in the later seasons he worked as Architecture 101 or something Yeah, like that. I know. and then you like went to the wrong so is So maybe if he just had a cameo, you think he would fit in with this vibe? <laughs> it, would, it would not fit in at all. No? Uh, No. It's a comedy, Uh,
1: right? Yeah, but uh, this doesn't have a laugh track, thankfully. And then you have also Ty. She's the person who's working on, like, an app development, I think, called Q or something like that. She's been getting some offers
0: for it. that seems like a dangerous app to be making nowadays.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I, uh, I think that she's also queer. And then we have Quinn she is someone who has
0: queer like is it an app for i think dating? it's a day
1: i think it's some type of dating app oh, yeah cool. and then you have quinn she's a fashion designer and angie she wants to be a singer who has basically very dialogue? successful for 30 well seconds. no a- angie specifically is not successful but like by the end of this she's working at open mic night do you thing.
0: do you feel connection towards any of these characters like who's your favorite oh uh, right well off the bat? that's the thing
1: i mean uh, i won't get into that yet
0: but i'll say my favorite one is probably camille so the main one yeah <laughs> is it camille or camille Maybe Camille. I, okay, uh, all right. You can keep saying yeah. Camille. I don't care. Um before you continue, I just wanna I, I read somewhere that there was like a get out thing in this, right? Like or maybe that's out? later on. It's probably later on. Oh right. damn it. I I mm, oh, like a I don't get out wanna, parody or like uh a... I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. We're only doing the pilot. Okay. But there's I'll tell you after the show. There's a connection to get out that I found pretty funny if I once I read about it. Uh. Actually I'm gonna pause it right now and just tell you. <laughs> okay. So that was amazing, right? <laughs> okay so moving on what were some of the favorite things that you liked
1: uh yeah okay so first off this is definitely a feminism show it, it focuses on diversity a lot and is that a problem no i have it <laughs> down here it's one of my pros i'm, I'm
0: kidding yeah the, the the director the lady who was in charge uh tracy oliver she said when she was told that she it, this was being compared to so many things she's like Uh, if you want to compare it to those things, you're stupid. (laughs) Really? No, no, she didn't say (laughs) that. But she basically said like, why should there be a limit on the amount of African-American women like type stories out there? And I was like, sure. Yeah, I
1: have it here as one of my pros. There were actually some parts of that where I did find funny. Uh, the way that they balance out the character throughout the episode is, like, is good. I felt like I got a good sense of who every single person was. In 30
0: minutes, and I, that's refreshing for a comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there have been so many that have just been stretched longer, especially when it's dealt with people's personal lives. It always feels like, okay, we have to give everybody a deep backstory in the first episode. And that can be a lot.
1: And as the show went on, it, it did get better, I thought. Like, so by I the end,
0: you were more of a fan than, like...
1: I'm Fan is a strong word. I would just say, it, it, like... It was mildly entertaining. Okay. I, I found like the conversations at the very be- beginning between the characters kind of felt a little long and toothy by the end, and I was like, okay,
0: be truthful. And I know we're not getting into your stuff
1: that you didn't like yeah. yet,
0: but do you have to be a girl to enjoy this show? I think you would enjoy it more.
1: I don't yes. think you necessarily have to be a girl, but I think that yeah, you would probably enjoy it more if you were one. Okay. All right. So, that's fair. Um. Yeah. And then and then the acting was good.
0: That, that's kind of my my pros in this. Okay. But the saving grace, I think comes from the director of this and that have you seen space jam a new legacy a new legacy is that the is that the sequel yes that's the one with lebron james yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he directed that he also directed girl's trip he also directed night school malcolm d <laughs> Lee. so i think he probably he's you need the man's voice in there this, that's what he gave it, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Did this remind you of Space Jam? Were there no, any basketballs no, ever? No, I, no. There Did are no LeBron basketball. give a little hello? <laughs> no, nothing like that. Okay, yeah, last, sorry. Okay, go One ahead. last thing about Malcolm D. Brown. He also is coming out with the next movie that he's going to work on, right? And it's either the next Smurfs, a Hot Wheels movie, or an Eminem movie. Okay, Eminem has said themselves that they that there's no, like no, no, a reason. No, no. Not, not Eminem, the rap artist.
1: No, I know Eminem. Okay, Candy themselves. I remember when you go to the movie theater, they usually say, "This is why we don't make movies." So, what were the other two? Hot Wheels, and Hot Moon. Wheels
0: movie, or the next Smurfs movie? Because they have made a couple of Smurfs. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go with Hot Wheels. And you are right. Yeah. that's two for two. <laughs> there we go. All right, that means we can end the podcast early. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> wrap up. there. All right, so your last things that you liked about this show.
1: Uh, yeah, so whenever they were doing a backstory, they always did kind of—it oh, reminded me of Detention, the movie, a little bit, where it's like they would uh swing the camera around the character, and then they would switch the transition. So, like, a cinematography. Right, yeah, thing?
0: Like, so, like, so I, I like the way that they were able to edit that. Do, does it feel like it had a budget? No, not really. Not, not for sure like this. Okay, because I heard that there was like a scene where someone was walking across Columbia. Like I think it was Camille, and she was walking to her office, and it was clearly not Columbia. <laughs> and so, like one of the reviews I did read said that they should use Harlem more because it's the name of the show. Right. So yeah. They should no, use the I... setting more. but you did like the way that it was shot. You just felt that it... right
1: whenever they were doing a character backstory, because like for example with Camille, she had I think it's an ex-husband, it might be an ex-boyfriend, her ex, but whoever it is ian they they did like they and this wasn't the only person they did it for again they swung it around and then they kind of like changed the uh location of it and Mm -hmm. then you were able to see how that played out and it was very short
0: relationship did you have the most hope for
1: in terms of like success but like what do you like did it feel like they were setting relationship yes uh oh okay that one's that one's interesting um because none of the relationships really work out in the end of this episode okay well you you have camille and malik Malik goes, Camille, again, is a professor, Malik is a student, and at the very end of uh, this lecture that she's giving, Malik comes up to her. She's young for a professor. Yeah, she was, Um, and she's talking about these uh, Masuo women, basically, they were people from long ago who lived up in the mountains, and the one thing that mattered was, like, the woman, so they, it it was basically like, if they were happy, everyone else was happy, Mm -hmm. it all was, dealing with pleasure, and so Camille gives up, she gives, like, this assignment to all her students, she's like, just do it is this Like a women's study class. Always? Yeah, it was All yeah, right. and she's like, do whatever the woman says for the next week, and then like write me a five hundred page paper and, and whatever. Jeez. Yeah.
0: Five hundred pages. Oh, Oh,
1: so five hundred words. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. No. <laughs> I ain't a full book on it. No. So, well, he goes what up, college did you go to? <laughs> she. Uh, he goes up to her and is like, you know what? I definitely want to do the assignment, but I would like like to take you out for dinner or whatever. And she's like, there's a strict thing at Columbia where teachers cannot go out with students unless he drops the course
0: oh no no, no. i meant like unless he's pain or something like no, he, no okay yeah
1: no that, that's what ends up happening though he drops the course and look here's the thing with a show that's trying to be so for like like feminism and stuff malik does some pretty creepy things that camille is somewhat into hmm. and that's where i that's what, kind of where i was drawing like, the lines. like what like well for example is he, he just rapey <laughs> He, he somehow gives off that vibe, but again, he, is
0: this what was that movie a long time ago that came out where it was like she starts dating someone who like oh, protected her oh, from her oh, ex, uh, and then she ended up being the yeah, stalker? and
1: it got like great or commercial success. I, it was uh, the perfect guy. Yeah. Yeah, and so he, he does give off some of so, that. So
0: he's like the perfect guy.
1: It feels like he does stalk her at some points. Like she's at the gym just working out, and then like he gets up and right next to her and like starts walking out of the treadmill. But again, she seems like somewhat into it. Treadmill. <laughs> treadmill. I no, I like how you pronounced it, it was fun. Yeah, and and, and but also, it seems like every single guy is always a scumbag. Like they're yeah, yeah, that and too. He does that with a lot of <laughs> these shows. Uh, but it, like, even when Camille like has second thoughts, because by the end of the episode, she's she's thinking about him. She decides to like contact him. He comes over to her place, and he and she, is this in like, the middle of the night or is it like yeah, it's in the middle of the night. And she's like, is liking, this like
0: a lip situation from Shameless where the professor and the student are like having yeah, a but
1: Malik is like a lot older. Like oh, but she does bring up. She's like, like, I wonder like if this 60.
0: is she hmm? he's like 60 no like
1: younger than her okay but i'm saying older than lip oh
0: okay (laughs) if you say so it's
1: the truth anyways she's like um okay you know what this is this was a terrible idea i shouldn't have contacted you you should go and then the one thing he does is like unzip his shirt and And then she's like like, oh oh, no you stay yeah yeah oh really that's okay yeah she's like (laughs)
0: wow and (laughs) <laughs> so, is a little bit much for you so yeah that goes into things that you didn't like yeah it, all right how about the other relationships feed me through those okay then Ties. you have
1: ty uh wow um did not like her character she comes across as very unlikable on this why is that uh she's supposed to be kind of the snarky friend of the group
0: she, around her friend she wasn't snarky.
1: So. well no it's it's she's like mean to everyone like, including at the, at the like, at the meeting where she is, like, an app developer, like, they're they're offering her a ton of stuff, and she's just completely mean throughout the whole entire thing. And she didn't really have, like, there was no point where I felt really, like, a connection with her, because she's just mean throughout. Like, hmm. she, there's nothing that, like... So, a, if you
0: had a note for the person who played her, Jerry Johnson, yeah, you would okay. say... I don't know if it's like, the, not- <laughs> I don't know if it's the actress's fault. I think it's more yeah, just it's the, writing the writing because it's just. But then it goes back to Tracy Oliver. But I think that Tracy Oliver also co-wrote with this person named Britt something. So you kind of have an issue with them. I don't I, know.
1: It, well, yeah, just with that character in general. And oh. then
0: and that's the thing. So you have
1: Camille and you have uh, Quinn, the fashion designer and professor. They seem like they're the normal characters. Mm-hmm. And then you have. Ty and Angie, so it's like, they are on the complete other side. Like, they're completely, like, the thing about Angie is she's loud, but that's the character trait that they go with throughout the whole entire episode. Plenty, plenty of people have loud friends.
0: You're not talking about their relationships that they were going Well, through. okay,
1: yeah. So, uh, we have Quinn and Angie. Angie lives with Quinn. Again, she, uh, the fashion designer, mm-hmm. but, like, rent-free. So like okay. sleeps on her couch type of deal mm-hmm. um and that that comes into play into the episode where it's like the guy had a big fight about that because like Angie isn't like pursuing her career because she's in her 30s and feels like she can't become a singer and then like when's like well you have to at least try you have to at least do something and then that leads to like a contentious fight between the two yeah
0: you've seen that before
1: yeah Ty has to stay with this person named Shayla she's like really excited for it and then basically the whole entire storyline there is that uh Ty gives her head Then she leaves. like Oh, yeah, and then
0: this is supposed to be pretty graphic, right?
1: Yeah, I was surprised how graphic they went with it, because you see, like, they're nude. So do
0: you think they should continue that in the show? Like, do you think that works for it? I mean...
1: It wasn't something that it came out of you nowhere. Off. It didn't put me off, okay. but it was just kind of like, huh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you have Quinn. Okay, this is something I can say, because I actually did like Quinn as a character, but uh, so she goes on a date at, at like So you like Camille club. and you like Quinn, yeah. but you
0: didn't like Angie or Ty. <laughs> yeah. You are a 50-50 split. Yeah, basically. That's fair. But
1: Quinn goes to this uh, nightclub in Staten Island, I think it was, which is a big deal because that's far away yeah. to go on this date with this one dude. The one thing I did not like about this scene is that... Um, was it was a Pete Davidson. No, I okay. would have loved that though if he was in this show. He, he she's speaking to this person. And he he's kind of coming across again like a scumbag. Like he's even locking eyes with this girl across the way he's, who's his, like my brother. <laughs> no, nothing like that. But but I was like, okay, so yeah, this guy's a dick. The one thing that Quinn does though, because she's realizing that he's locking eyes with her, is she's like, okay, she gets something spilled on her, and she's like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom to wash this off. And then she's like, here, let me leave my purse here.
0: Hmm. First a off, smart idea. Yeah.
1: First off. This guy has been proven just by the couple minutes that we know he's about him. He's that Yeah, that, so even if it was one of those things where, like, forget the fact that he's locking eyes with the girl, she's just met him. This is the first date. Like, I can maybe understand if it was, like, a couple dates in, but no. And then uh, she actually gets surprised when it turns out that not only is he not sitting there anymore, he's ditched her with the girl, but that her purse isn't there. So hmm. it's like, okay, why would you make such a dumb decision like that? Like, why would you leave your purse out of anything? You could have, like, left your jacket or
0: something. I agree. That's yeah. a pretty dumb thing to do. Yeah,
1: and so i that was something where I, that was a storyline where I was just like, what are, what are you How doing? How big was her
0: purse? Maybe it was just really hard to hold. Well, I know, but she
1: enough. she keeps on having to go up to people. Well, didn't you see it? Like, didn't you see the purse? It, it was just a normal size. It, was, right. it wasn't a strap on. It was, like, something that she could pull out. But she's left her phone. Now she has no money. In fact, like, the rest of her storyline in that episode is the fact that she has to keep on going up to people because the train has left. From Santa, and so she can't get in until the next day, and that's what leads her to kind of reconnect with Angie because she borrows someone's phone, calls Angie, and they have like their little reconnection moment. And then, so so
0: that argument from earlier right. is able to mend because you realize who your true friends right, are, yeah. even if they're mooching off you.
1: Okay, <laughs> basically, and then so this this all leads like everyone has their little moment. Um, I, the Camille storyline ends when she's about to have sex with Malik, but he wants his ass licked which oh uh, oh thanks yeah that was all right uh, and then she's like no you have to you have to leave uh-huh.
0: <laughs> like i mean it's just like <laughs>
1: where are the ending to these stories like the the quinn one at least makes sense but like the taiwan and the camo this mm-hmm.
0: reminds me a lot of space jam <laughs> <laughs> that bugs bunny scene it was uncalled for and I remain staunch <laughs> in that opinion. But, but by the end of the by the
1: end of the episode, Angie uh, has an open make night. She's an to, open mic night. Oh, Are me, you open, reading all this? No, open mic night. <laughs> okay. She she's about to like sing to everyone, and all her friends show up. And then uh, Camille sees Ian, who she saw earlier in the episode, and like was able to get away from him without him noticing her. Mm-hmm. But uh, sees him at a bar and literally taps his shoulder, and that's where the episode ends.
0: If you ever notice a girl just like dodging your looks, that would be really awkward. I mean, like literally trying to dodge on from where you're looking. Yeah, like not just Not trying to look at well you.
1: Well, he didn't recognize she was there, but she's like ducking behind pillars along with Angie. I mean, I've like... seen
0: that so many times done in movies, but if I ever actually saw it in real life, I would just be very confused. Well, yeah. <laughs> and... That's just not how people <laughs> act. But, okay. Um, the one thing I haven't heard from what you've talked about yeah. is Harlem <laughs> too much. So, I'm just going to give you some brief Harlem facts that I was able to whip up. Okay. because it's a little, a little history. Yeah. Never heard of anybody. So, Harlem was once a Dutch village and then the British took over. They tried to change its name, but they couldn't. So they kept Wait, it as Harlem. mean they couldn't? Like, no one wanted to call it anything else. They were just like, it's still Harlem. They just took the A out because it used to have two As. And then in the 19th century, it was mainly occupied by a bunch of Jews and Italians, which kind of was all New York. Mm-hmm. But then there was the Great Migration, which was the Jim right. Crow laws I from the Them people. podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, from the Them podcast. Go listen to that now. Um, <laughs> So in the 20th century, that led to the Harlem Renaissance, which was an implosion of African-Americans moving in and there being music and dance and art and culture. And it was all great and fun. But then the Great Depression hit and crime ballooned and people were disenfranchised, poverty stricken. By 1950, the population was 98 percent black. However, over the last 20 some years, there's been some gentrification, and the neighborhood has become more of a popular place to live in, and there hasn't been as much pushback against it as say with blind spotting in Oakland because mm. that's what this show could have been, which is like pushing back on the whole idea of gentrification and it doesn't seem like that's been as much of you know, an issue. I,
1: I would say that this epi- this show is probably better than the one episode of spottting or is blind spotting yeah blind spotting yeah, they had, had like the musical in it and yeah, everything yeah
0: hmm. Generally positive reviews, so what would you give it? Overall, for a pilot, I'd say like six out of ten. Really, you give it okay. All right, yeah. so six out of ten. Variety, Decider, Entertainment Weekly all gave it positive reviews. Guardian called it mixed, so it sounds kind of like you would be in the same bag. They literally gave it three out of five stars. So well, it, it was
1: strange because it's, it feels like they're playing into their stereotypes. Sometimes purposefully show, purposefully so in the show, and then sometimes just unpurposefully. Like there's a there's a scene at the beginning of this where they're all around a table and they're all talking, and it, it just felt like. First off, I'm glad that it was written by someone who's African-American because otherwise it feels like
0: this show or that scene in general would just be like racist. Mm-hmm. So what else did I find out when I was? Oh, OK. It also has too few reviews on IMDb. So mm-hmm. go rate it if you've seen it. It has 5.6 right now. But that's like you can't even judge because the first episode has an eight. So what is, so what are we supposed to make of that? Like like, a, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's like 20 <laughs> reviews on that and 100 reviews on the So is it other. just on Amazon Prime then? Yeah. Uh, Terry Crews has five kids what does that have to do with names? that was just something that came up while i was doing the research at one point i was looking into like what was going on and then terry Crews popped up and it was like he has five kids he's 53 or something years old i didn't know that well, how did that pop up with what you were researching? i forgot this stream. oh I, i'll tell you exactly how my next point that i found out was everybody hates chris is getting a reboot oh <laughs> everybody with chris that. rock well of he, course yes but he's doing the voice for it i think it's going to be an animated reboot but it's not gonna happen. That's how Terry Cruz. Because I wasn't sure if Chris Rock where it took place. I thought it was Brooklyn, but I wanted to make sure I'm it wasn't the, Harlem.
1: I forgetting the guy who played Chris Names, but like he's not gonna be the voice for it, right? They're not getting. No, the, no, no, no,
0: no, no. I don't think so. So I think they're not a, getting the
1: original cast.
0: Yeah, it's it's a reboot completely. Okay. Harlem, Brooklyn, Queens, Washington Heights. They all have huge like TV shows and movies. Always pick one. Washington Heights. Okay. All right. No, no. no I meant like pick your favorite. oh well yeah i mean i like in the heights so i'd say washington heights all right okay and now you conclude what you were saying so they were all grouped together at the end and what happened
1: well, yeah, no, that that's it. Like she Camille goes up to Ian, is about to. Oh, there's also narration, which I was kind of indifferent towards because it didn't feel like it really added anything to it. But Camille, it didn't right? I mean. Yeah, it's just her kind of talking about the Mosaic woman throughout most of the show. But then, yeah, she 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 pokes her ex on the shoulder. I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is the next episode because we don't see how that plays out. He's like gonna take off his Well, trip. he was. No, though, God. Uh, he, you don't think he's going to do that in no, the next
0: episode? They're at a bar. It's Sex in but, the City. No, but, I didn't mean write in that scene. I just meant by the end. Well,
1: of, <laughs> here's the thing. she, he, like, is at, He's looking at his phone. He puts it away. I'm pretty sure he's waiting for a bar date. That's why I think oh, he okay. uh, so is waiting he's for someone else. So of course and it's going to be awkward. Yeah, right as that happens, that's when Camilla's about to speak to him. Okay. So, yeah. All
0: right. The last fact I have about this, unless you have anything else no, you want to say, is that Amy Poehler is producing, which surprised me, along with Pharrell. Wait, they're both producing this show? Yeah. Pharrell's F- hat is, at least. Wait, so...
1: <laughs> like, Amy Poehler
0: seems kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, she's like kind of like Will Ferrell with Succession. <laughs> it's just like, she has her hands in so many pawns, like UCB, all that stuff, yeah. Like, Pharrell for, for Williams makes sense, it's just I would not expect Amy Poehler's name on this. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, should I watch it? I don't think you would like it. Okay, all right. Well, that's fair, too. All right, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this one. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Bye.